Welcome back, everybody. It is Take 152. We are talking about Venom, Let There Be Carnage. And we have, of course, our sponsor, uh, JPCO. Follow them on Instagram. That is at underscore JPCO. Buy a shirt and a portion goes towards the Bell Project. And also go ahead and fill out your horror cup brackets. Um, he's gonna he's helped sponsoring that, and the winner will get a shirt. Correct, Keeks? Yes. The best bracket. Um, yeah. So Keeks's champ is Get Out. My champ is The Shining, and we want to introduce someone very special today, and that is Carlson Kyle Carlson from Pizza Time. He was on here for Take ninety five, so he's back on. We went and saw Venom. Let there be carnage. He also filled out his pork up, and he has a quiet place on the champ. And Carlson, welcome back to the pod. Pleasure to be on. Uh, you know, you always got to vote for Jim Halpert when he's on a in a horror movie. So that was my choice. Tuna. You got to go with tuna. Big tuna. Big tuna. Large tuna. <laughs> the biggest there is. <laughs> um, yeah. So last time Carlson was on was over a year ago for Take 95. We reviewed So Random. This was like in the wake of no movies. So we decided to review uh, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles 1990. But the best part about that podcast, in my opinion, was our rankings for pizza. Yeah, I mean, those have changed. There's been a whole year full of reviews and, and trying different pizzas, and there have been, there have been a couple shakeups. So, mm. it's, that's pizza. Uh, still from your last one, still the same place. Hello? We, losing, we losing Carlson already? Oh, this is great. Yeah, this is going to work really nice. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you see, I mean, we all know my, my favorite pizza place is uh, Papa John's. Nothing beats it. Nothing's ever going to oh, beat it. Nothing nothing can beat Papa John's. Carlson, you back? Oh, I'm back. My inner connection is unstable. Oh, oh okay. Good. Okay. Yeah. Well, I can hear you loud and clear. Perfect. What's what's your favorite? What's the number one right now? Um, Out of the places in Utah Valley, I'm going to go with fat daddies. We haven't done a review on it, but I've uh, done some, some investigative research and I like it a lot. Mm. Investigative research, AKA you went and got a pizza or did you like read like market research about, about fat um, I secretly joined on their staff. I learned how to make it. I went through the process. No, I mean, I just, I've, I've been there a couple times to eat. So huh. it's, it's a, it's pretty close to my work and it's, it's just a nice, nice place. Fat daddies. That, that's it. daddies. It ha- they have like a ton of like eighties and nineties movie posters, arcades. They have rampage. Oh, that's a great a childhood favorite. Wow. Does it, um, do you remember? Okay. So TC, I wonder, no TC, you might not have lived here by then, but there was Itza pizza. Oh, American oh, do I remember that? Where the Hobby Lobby is now, right? Yeah. Yeah, right there. No, it's technically, mall. it's just like the building like perpendicular to it. Yes, that's what I meant. Yeah. 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 It's, but it's right it. over there. Yeah, yeah, Oh, Eats a Pizza was like every childhood dream. Yeah. Oh, that that was a classic post-baseball, like like season, like last game of the season baseball. Everyone would go to Eats a Pizza. Oh, I love Eats a Pizza. It is. Yeah. So good. Now you Fantastic. got Pizza Pie Cafe, which is just carbs, but it's oh in college when I like needed a big meal for not super expensive, but I wanted to sit. Pizza Pie Cafe. Oh, 100 percent Love pizza pie. 
What Ray do we think of a, a, a pizza buffet, Carlson? You in or out? Um, he, oh, there I'm he turning off my video, so hopefully my internet will do better. But a pizza buffet, if it's good, is definitely you know one of those treasured <laughs> treasured memories, especially after a sports game. Um, I can't get down with pizza pie. Their dessert pizzas are good, but everything else, I just I don't love it. Um, it's sad. But I th- I can I can see that. There used to be one across from Pizza Pie in Provo called Main Street Pizza. Um, oh, that was good. Hmm. And they were very generous with like the quality of their pizza. And I feel like that's the reason they went out of business. Mm. RIP Main Street Pizza. <laughs> Damn. I, I agree. Pizza Pie Cafes, dessert, dessert pizza. Incredible. Regular pizza. Hmm. It's fine. But, oh, it's, uh, it's, it's clearly made to just like fill you with carbs and fill you up after three slices. Yeah. And then just get a bowl of ranch and just dip those <laughs> bad boys in like chips and salsa. Uh, so yeah, we reviewed uh, Papa John's for pizza time. That will be up on pizza time reviews on YouTube. I don't know when, but it'll be up. Can't wait. And you can hear my theory about the Supreme and uh, pepperoni pizza lover people. Yeah, oh, that is a fantastic big difference. Big, big difference. difference. All right, well, let's get into fave trailer and then fave thing we watched. And then after that, we will go right into the review for Venom, Let There Be Carnage. And we'll get into a little spoiler review. We'll let you know when we get into spoilers. Um, But fave trailer, mine was, I'm just going to go with the Dune, the main trailer, the new one kind of updated. I think it was like two weeks old. I don't know, but I haven't seen a lot of other trailers. But this trailer is just so good. There's just a lot going on in it. And I feel like we understand more about Dune. I haven't seen the original one, nor have I read the book. But uh, Jason Momoa, I love his energy. My boy. Um, what a guy. So I like Dune trailer. I'm excited for it. Three weeks, guys. I am probably going to see it with uh, We Explain Movies. Most likely I'll be in California and we're, we're working through it. I think we're going to make it happen. I really hope so. That'd be sweet. I, I know. Can't wait. It'd be very fun. Gonna go see that in IMAX. <sighs> you yeah, you too. literally can't see it any other way. They won't let you. Yeah, yeah. I, it's coming out on HBO Max, but I won't. I won't do that to myself. I will go to the theater and I watch can't. this. Support yeah. Denis. We're gonna yeah. start a GoFundMe so that Denis can fund uh, <laughs> part two. Uh, Keeks, what's your favorite trailer? So mine's not necessarily a trailer. Mine is a movie announcement. The Super Mario Brothers uh, cast was announced. Just it's stacked. Like, you know, there there are a few things more beautiful in life than when the internet can uh, come together and unitedly hate something. And that was this. I was not part of that though. I liked it. I thought it was funny. You got Charlie Day's Luigi, Anya Taylor Joy as Peach. That one felt the weirdest. Uh, Jack Black as Bowser, Seth Rogen as Donkey Kong, and of course Chris Pratt. As Mario, I don't, are they going to like, is he going to do like the Mario accent or is he just going to like, Hey, I'm Mario. This is my brother, Luigi. Hi, was, I'm Luigi. You know, I, like, I, I was in a Lego movie, but you guys didn't know it. <laughs> Wait, what? Chris Pratt was uh, the voice for the Lego movie. The main character. Oh, yeah. 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 So I don't know. Maybe he has a really good Mario voice and we just don't know it. That's was this the one. only Criteria. This one kind of hurts. It's just like I love Chris Pratt, but it just doesn't fit for me. Hopefully, it, the end product is better. Yeah, yeah. But uh, I saw a tweet where someone was back in two thousand in twenty twenty when they announced it, they were like, "They're not going to get the original voice for Mario and cast someone like Chris Pratt." So <laughs> someone accurately guessed it a year and a half 
before the announcement butts, was made. Butts and seats. That's amazing. Yeah, Statcast. I mean, are we going to get a Nintendo universe now? Oh, the Super Smash Brothers universe. Got to. yeah. That would be that, pretty dope. That'd be an epic crossover. That would be pretty sweet. Um, Carlson, oh what about gosh, you? So cool. Um, big fan of the Spider-Man No Way Home. That's I've been waiting for that movie for a while. They they left Far From Home on a pretty big cliffhanger, and you you know you got to love the return of uh, J. Jonah Jameson. Iconic. So I'm I'm pretty pumped, and to have have this all come together, have Spider Man in another MCU movie, feels like a victory for us all. You know, Spider Man the, the the payoff for Far From Home was the trailer for No Way Home. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> the trailer is incredible, smashed um, records. Um, okay, fave thing we watched. So Kennedy and I have been on a Pirates of the Caribbean splurge. And uh, we've watched four of them. We are currently watching Dead Man Tells No Tells, the 2017, the latest installment. But uh, my favorite thing I watched was Pirates of the Caribbean, The Curse of Black Pearl, the first one. A plus, super fun, action, adventure, comedy. Jack Sparrow is fantastic as, uh, Johnny Depp is fantastic as, John, as Jack Sparrow. Jeffrey Rush, Barbosa love him as a pirate just in general foreordained to be a pirate so true. good very true um and then man i'm gonna tell you what this is my quick vent i posted on the stories but the second the the ones that fall dead man's chest is okay like i'd give it a b minus sweet it's fine it's still fun just a little convoluted it's a little messy but world's end is rough d plus five movies in one movie two hours and 49 <laughs> minutes it's just everything's the chemistry between Elizabeth and Will, um, it's just too long. The pacing's not great. Um, just it gets confusing. It's like, what's going on here? Didn't love that. Uh, so World's End is not good. Not good. Still some fun moments intertwined throughout, but just not good. And then um, Stranger Tides, we watched that last night. Kind of boring. It's, it's a weird one. It's not horrible, but... There's not a lot that happens. They're just walking through the jungle most of the time. Yeah. It was kind of boring. Just didn't love that one. I think it might, I don't know, might be the same as World's End for me. But uh, let's get back to the positive. Uh, Curse of the Black Pearl, fantastic. Like, so fun. Pirates, love the first one. A plus, such sweet. So that was my favorite. Yeah. Good thing I watched. Oh, okay. No, we're good. We're good. I was going to say TC. We, as a little, as a little, I know we are in the middle of the horror cup right now, but TC and I have already been planning for March Movie Madness. And I immediately thought of something, but we're good. We have that planned for it. Mm, okay. You know what I'm thinking? I know what you're thinking. Yes. Yes. We, we will, we will announce that soon. to hear what you guys are thinking. We'll, we'll say it. We'll tell you off air. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah for sure. Um, my, I'm going to talk about my favorite thing, obviously, is uh, Survivor 41. Survivor is back, baby. The greatest TV show, the greatest social experiment ever made is back on the air. We're two seasons in. We're two episodes in. Um, and as a side note, I have started a little like fun podcast with some buddies called um, uh, The Buffs Have Spoken. So go follow it on Apple Podcasts. Just go on. Give us five stars. Go give us a listen. It's been really fun. Me and Spencer Davis, who's been on the pod before, we did it. And our buddy Mike, Mike, he is on it too. And uh, it is, it has been really fun to talk about Survivor 
The world is better when Survivor's back. You know, it's like college sports is better when like teams like Arkansas are playing really well. It's the same with TV. When Survivor's on and Survivor's fun, it's great for television. I don't want to burst your bubble, but uh, Arkansas is absolutely getting trashed by Georgia right now. Oh, yeah. No, I, I, yeah, I saw. That, that was a real okay. test. I, I was hoping Arkansas would, would do well, but uh, Georgia's, Georgia's in. Georgia's I do right know now. that their quarterback has kind of a knee injury right now. So yeah. he was kind of a game-time decision. Doesn't help. Um, Ooh, no, does not. Yeah. Carlson, what about you? Favorite thing you watched? Um, I, I watched this all last week, but uh, the new Star Wars Visions. Oh, let's go. Yeah, I mean, I've I've been a huge Star Wars fan my entire life, and I used to watch a lot of anime growing up. Um, I didn't know that about you. Yeah, I was big into uh, Gundam and Dragon Ball Z and just a few other ones, but uh, I haven't watched them as much anymore. But seeing the anime version of Star Wars, it was pretty cool and very interesting. Um, I'm not diehard like you guys. I did not listen to it in Japanese. Oh, okay. But uh, they had some good. These, I think, I think the best, the best thing about these is the studios that they got to do it. Yes, the studios. For example, the duel, which was one of my favorites, was done Mm -hmm. by Kamikaze Duga, that create that does the animation for JoJo's Bizarre Adventure. If you've seen JoJo's, it is it is such a fun anime to watch. It's very colorful. It's got a cool vibe to it. The Ninth Jedi also, most of these are like my favorites. The Ninth Jedi was done by Production IG, which did Ghost in the Shell, which is one of my favorite anime movies of all time. Ghost in the Shell, Standalone Complex as well, is a fun anime to watch. Um, and then actually, as my favorite was The Twins, and that was done by Trigger. Mm. And they did the show Kill La Kill. Ah. Which is a cool i've only seen a little bit of kill a kill i'm not a super like i'm not like a i'm not like mr otaku but i do enjoy anime what was uh what was your favorite carlson um probably the twins as well really Really? Mm -hmm. that's my least favorite i can't remember which is the one where the two jedi find that creepy old guy who's no longer a sith i can't remember the name of that one the elder elder the elder yeah i liked that one a lot too oh nice um, yeah, I, I really liked them all. I thought they were good and uh, an interesting way to tell a different Star Wars story. Yeah, finally, I agree. No, I, I liked them all too. Even though I might, I have more that I like more. Uh, have other shorts that I like more. However, I just love to go on IMDb and read reviews. People were just bagging on some of these. It's just like, like one person just wrote. Sorry, I like to just be a little critical, but one person was like, "This would never be canon." It's like it's not. It's like it's just a little short. Like enjoy it, especially if you're an anime fan. I thought it was a fun, lighthearted watch. Um, the Ninth Jedi was my favorite overall. I really liked the duel, the Village Bride. I thought Tatooine Rhapsody was a blast. Yes. It didn't have to do anything with like lightsabers or anything like that. It was just totally offbeat. I thought so, it was a lot of fun. The real question with that is, did that kid? survive anakin's attack on the jedi temple is that what it was saying that's what that, i thought it was saying um i'm not oh. sure that could be probably fun. go back and rewatch it mm. yeah. you know he's just balling out with job of the hut yeah just getting contracts <laughs> um yeah visions was fun i really like star wars visions too i hope they continue to do things like that honestly i would love to see a series on the ninth jedi or the duel 
I was going to ask, I was going to say, okay, of these, which would y'all want to be made into a series? I think the ninth Jedi would be really cool. I, I think that would be the or even the twins. Off of. Wait, what, Carlton? Um, the ninth Jedi, I think, would be the easiest to expand off of. Mm-hmm. They had I a good introduction. The twins could be pretty easy too, because you know they're both in different places now, trying to meet up again. Whatever that would be, I don't know, but yeah, I love and I love the different animation styles for each. Like they all had a different style from, like as you mentioned, Kikso Studios. Yeah. So I also like TOB1 or Toby, whatever you would call it. The animation for that was really cool during the oh, fight. Oh yeah, sequence. I like that. I liked that one too. Yeah. That one was that had that had some sweet sequences there as well. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, pretty cool. I, I'm glad it was just nine. Kept it short, like 20, 15 minutes each episode. It's the beauty Love of it. anime. It is 20 minute episodes. Give it to me. Yeah. Nothing long. To the face. uh all right is it time is it time for venom i think it oh my gosh i cannot wait to talk about let's get into it this is why we're here um we saw this opening night thursday the theater was packed Mm -hmm. packed that was really fun to see um so venom let there be carnage directed by andy circus starring um Tom Hardy as Venom, Woody Harrelson as Carnage, and then is it Michelle Williams, right? Yeah. Yeah. So there's your main cast there. Plays off of Venom that came out in 2018, October. October 2018. Yeah. So follows up right after that about Venom and Carnage. Um, What do we think? What was our initial reaction? You know, first act was fun. Oh, yeah. Go ahead, Keeks. The first act was fun. And then it just just doesn't know what the frick it's doing for the rest of it. It's 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 super hindered by the fact that it's not rated R. Yeah, I I I agree. I think the first act was fun, and then I think they wanted to flesh it out to be more gory, more violence, but to get that PG thirteen rating, they obviously didn't. Um, but it was just kind of all over the place a little bit. I had a hard time hearing and understanding Venom when he was talking with Tom Hardy, Eddie Brock. That was just really hard to understand that. Um, And then towards the end, some of the action sequences couldn't really see what was going on too well. Um, But yeah, that's my take. Carlson? You know, I've told you and Keeks this both, but it's hard to make a sequel. Um, There aren't too many, especially in the superhero genre, that have great follow-ups i think especially when uh, a big classic comic book mistake for movies is they just face people that have very similar powers to them and this is the second time they've done that with venom so it's difficult it's true um, i did like the kind of like where they explore the relationship between so uh, cut out again. Okay, cut out. Cut out again. Uh, I, I would have to say, is this is basically Spider-Man Two, but Venom. Yeah, you know, like the Amazing Spider-Man Two or Spider-Man Two. Like- Spider-Man Two, where like, oh, like, oh, I don't like you. I don't want this. Blah 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 blah. So they split up, and then they oh, realize they're better yeah. together. Yes. Yep. 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 Gotcha. Like, yeah, I, I agree. It's like we've seen that. We've seen that storyline before. They're really just cutting through so quickly. 
There's, I mean, it's like one moment they're looking at stuff and then they figure out like where all the bodies are hidden. And it would have been interesting to keep that the whole time of this mystery of where the bodies are trying to figure out with carnage. I don't know. Like, it's just so it's too quick. Very rapid. I did like the runtime. I like that. It was short. I appreciate that. Yeah. Okay. I, I, I didn't mind that. I know I felt, it felt like rush some sequences and were a little bit rushed, but I'm just going to be honest. I had really low expectations going to this. The first venom didn't really care about. And um, I mean, I guess we, do we want to get into spoilers yet? Want to give our grade then spoilers? No, I, well, I think another thing we want to talk about is like the bones of the story is there. Like, and it has some heart to it, but everything that makes up the body of this movie, everything else that fills it is so messy. It's so rough. There are moments when like the detective like literally picks up Eddie's voice, like recorder that recorded his conversation with carnage. And then he leaves it behind. Like, wouldn't you be able to take that as evidence? Isn't that what yeah. your job is? It's so yeah. weird. Ooh, I, yeah. I do have one of my biggest complaints that I leaned over to Tanner during the movie and, and complained about. I don't know if we want to save that for after we give the spoiler warning, but it was just how Carnage found out a lot of information. That oh, really well, dragged me. I don't even remember how he found out a lot of information. So I, I'll, I'll just oh. go ahead and say it. <laughs> Somehow Carnage has an uplink to the internet using <laughs> yeah. himself oh. as a USB. Yes. Yes. Gotcha. I was curious, you know, did, was it a USB-A or USB-C? Like, can he just like switch those interchangeably? I don't know. But I just thought that was really strange. Yeah. He was able to find out information through the internet by just putting himself in there. That's when you just got to suspend all belief and be like, okay, um, I guess that works. But yeah, it would have been, it would have been a little bit better for Carnage to be like, actually, like, I know this and that. So I, 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 I did like the sequence where uh, Eddie Brock visits Carnage and he bites him and that blood gets transfused and all that. So I thought that was a cool concept, cool setup. Um, but yeah, so some of the sound sounded bad, just sounded really loud in certain moments that was like, oh, that almost sounds too loud. Um, I think I'm going to give the grade. This is my grade. I think I'm going to give it a D plus slash sour. Didn't care for it. I don't think I'll ever rewatch it again. Um, there is one moment that I really like that is a huge spoiler, of course. Um, but that's my grade. I just, it was fun to go to the movies with you guys, though. That was fantastic. Yeah. I love that part. Um, Carlson, but, what's your grade? And yeah. even more thoughts. Give it your, your, your internet cut out again as you were giving your thoughts. So give us a little bit more and then give us your grade. Um, you got to love Xfinity. Um, so <laughs> I would, I'd probably give it a D. It was just okay. I had very low expectations for the first one and then it wasn't great or no, the first one I, I didn't mind. I thought it was pretty decent. And then this one, I tried to have those low expectations, but it, I really like Tom Hardy. And so I was hoping it was going to be better, but this one wasn't very good. And I think they should have used that extra 15, maybe 20 minutes to pad the runtime to flesh out the story a little bit more. Yeah. It just, it felt really quick. So to get that, to give a little bit of a for for Venom one, I gave it a C plus sweet, and Tanner gave it a C slash sweet. I give Venom Let There Be Carnage a C minus and spoiled. 
I just, oh, I, I just, I honestly, the most interesting part of this movie is the post-credit sequence that we're going to talk about. Yeah. The yeah. only thing that you're going to care about. Yeah. I think mine's sour just for the fact that the overall story, how it plays into other things. So, yeah. did I'm I say sour? Okay. Did I say sour or spoiled? Sour. You said sour. Okay. Uh, teetering between sour and spoiled. Yeah. Yeah. I'll keep it as sour. Why not? Maybe someone will enjoy this. <laughs> I mean, I, like I think it. a lot of people are like kind of enjoying it, but it's just, it's just, it's not good. It's, it's it, really, it's, it's pretty, pretty messy overall. It's sour because I do like Tom Hardy as Venom. I do like Tom Hardy. Like, I think he's doing okay. And we got our two Venom movies. Let's get into the spoiler post credit scene. You have a spoiler warning for three, two, one. Okay. Post credit scene, multiverse hits in the hotel room. Mm-hmm. TV comes on. It's the Daily Bugle with J. Jonah Jameson. Lo and behold, Tom Holland, Spider-Man, pops up without his mask on, and Venom licks the TV and says, what does he say? I hate that guy. Yeah, it's something like that. So I, this is kind of my question. Is is Tom Hardy in another dimension now? Is he in, like, Spider-Man's, like, dimension? That's yes. what I'm wondering. That's, that's what I'm thinking because he, there was another guy in his room that just showed up. Yeah. So that's that's clearly what I'm understanding from that. And then the TV changed from what was like a novella mm-hmm. to that. So and because if you look, um, Eddie Brock writes for the Daily Bugle that's using the, the classic Daily Bugle logo. But then when he switches into Spider-Man's, the current Spider-Man's universe, um, it's dailybugle.net. It's more of like a InfoWars podcast kind of thing. Mm. So because they okay. were, they brought that up a bunch when they introduced J. Jonah Jameson at the end of uh, Far From Home. They're like, why is it different from Eddie Brock's Daily Bugle? Mm. So, multiverse. Got it. Okay. Um, I'm super excited. Let's get Venom and Tom Holland meeting together, fighting. We already got two Venom movies. We know about Venom. And I think Venom is a character that we kind of like. He's kind of anti-hero which is kind of what Venom is. He is a villain. Um, but I'm going to be interested to see if there's some pull towards the symbiote wanting to go with Tom Holland. I wonder if that will play into factor because I wonder if Tom Holland, uh, Spider-Man will get the symbiote because that's originally what happens is that he has a symbiote first. So I wonder if there'll be a little bit of conflict there that he prefers Spider-Man over Eddie Brock for a little while. I don't know. Does he make an appearance in No Way Home? What do you guys think? I think it's going to be the second uh, end credit scene. Is Tom Hardy is going to be like showing up to New York with like some sort of information or some way that he ends up working for the Daily Bugle. I like it. Yeah. I don't want Venom to be in No Way Home just because we just got a Venom movie and there's so many other villains in No Way Home that have been introduced. So I just want those guys to be the main focus. And then I want a Venom Spider-Man movie, just those two with a lot of turmoil and strife for their own movie. So this this is the second film, apparently, of Sony's Spider-Man universe. SSMU is what they're calling it. So can I see how that plays out? Because, yeah, we've got Morbius, Morbius that comes out in like February or March. Was supposed to come out like earlier this year, but it hasn't. And I think a Craven the Hunter movie is in the works. Well, Aaron Taylor Johnson. Else? 
Say that again, Carlson. Yep. Um, Craven's going to be Aaron Taylor Johnson. So quick, oh, quick silver. Really? That's cool. That's right. Oh my gosh. Yeah. Have y'all seen Kickass? No, I never have. Yeah, Kickass is good. He's in it. Oh, okay. Yeah. Oh man, yeah. There's so many villains that Spider-Man has that can be really utilized well. Mm-hmm. So I don't know. I've I've heard this is like uh, I need to do more research on this, but I've heard this is like Tom Holland's Endgame. So I don't know if he's gonna like be done. I I heard a theory that Andrew Garfield's gonna come back as Spider-Man, and that Tom Holland's gonna be done. But I was like, nah. I think his contract still has some more movies. No, he's got more movies. Yeah, they're gonna, they're gonna keep him going as long as possible. Like, he's a great Spider-Man. So, um, he's so he's so young compared to everybody else that's played him. Sure, and I think so Tom Holland fits. enjoys playing Spider-Man. Yeah, but uh, I don't. Yeah. I think Venom might show up. I think they're trying to build a Sinister Six, and they have a bunch of different people from all the different universes. So, I I could see him definitely being part of it. So you think no he shows home. up and no way yeah. home? Yeah. Hmm. I think him, Green Goblin, Doc Ock. I think Jamie Foxx's Electro is also confirmed. Yeah. Yes. And then Those are the three Vulture. main ones. Vulture. Yeah. But but in, in No Way Home, Doc Ock, Green Goblin, apparently, and Electro are going to be the three main bad guys. Mm-hmm. I can get behind that. I like yeah. that. So uh, here's here's a quote from... So Tom Holland's contract is technically over at No Way Home. But okay. he did confirm, you know, after his confirmed his Spider-Man contract ends after uh, No Way Home, but stated if they want me back, I'll be there in a heartbeat. So it's, you know, Sony and Marvel, they've been in this weird back and forth. So they're just going to have to, they'll negotiate the contract. They'll get it done. This movie's going to make, it's going to be the first movie since, you know, 2019 to make a billion, to make a billion dollars. Oh, I agree. I think this is going to put people's, you know. Yes. Bottoms back in the seats. Mm-hmm. Yep. Feels, I don't think Dune excited. is enough to do it. I agree. I think Spider Man could do it. I James Bond could also do it too. too. There. Yeah, yeah. I think Dune's for an acquired taste. I think it'll do well, but I agree. Mm. There's something else that happens in Venom Two. There's a detective who's present. Who um, at the end of the movie, it seems to show that like his eyes are glowing blue. Do y'all remember that? I yeah, do. I do. I just do not. I have no idea what that's leading up to. So I did some research and it is there is another symbiote called Toxin, who is a byproduct of Carnage. And Venom and Carnage actually work together to defeat Toxin because he starts to like be looked at as like a hero in the eyes of the police because of the detective who has the symbiote. And they know oh. that he has the potential to be like stronger than both of them. So they work together to take him out. Mm. So that's what they're setting up with that one interesting yeah that is okay. interesting because apparently i mean carnage is no more from what i can remember in that movie there's no more cletus cassidy nope yeah he gone he gone yeah <laughs> see ya Def- I wonder, definitely I wonder definitely if dead. is gonna attach to somebody else I, th- I think Tox can be a fun setup because we don't know much about Tox. We, we know a lot about Carnage because he just got his own movie and there's so much other material on him and cartoons and things like that. So, um, that yeah. be fun. if you just look at um, like pictures of Toxin is actually pretty cool. Mm, man. Okay, cool. Mm-hmm. So, uh, yeah, really excited to see what happens with Eddie Brock in the Spider-Man universe now. 
and see what will happen with Tom Holland and Sony and how that will all work out. But yeah, I agree with you, Keeks. I think they're they're going to make it work. I mean, he's a good Spider-Man, but their setting up has so much potential. I would just love to see a Venom and Spider-Man movie executed well, where it's just those two. Just- I want to kind of get on my soapbox really quick. I'm so sick of this, like, doing movies based off of spinoffs of, like, so Spider-Man is the main hero we care about, but they're taking all of his villains and making individual movies purely to be able to just bait the audience to get us to keep going to think maybe Spider-Man will appear in this. These movies alone are not doing it for for me. It's just setting up to see Spider-Man eventually. I know I I know I'm there. I know I paid the ticket, but I I cannot keep doing these. I'm getting really burnt out of just getting teased for the next movie. And yeah. I know you have to set these up for Sinister Six, but I I just I I don't know how much longer I can do this. I agree. I didn't mind the Venom, but like now that we're getting Morbius, Craven, it's such like introduce those in to a movie with Spider-Man. They're That's... still going to do a bad job with it. Yeah. It doesn't matter. They can have they could have a mini series for all these characters, but Sony is so bad at handling their properties that it's not going to matter. Yeah. Yeah, and I think that's what it comes down to is Sony is just trying to cash in on everything they can. I think they were on the brink of selling um Spider-Man back to the MCU and then into the Spider-Verse did so well. And then everyone got on board with Tom Holland. And so now they're trying to milk those properties for what they can get. Probably. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So I love the soapbox geeks. I'm just, I'm just, I'm getting really tired. I, I think it's also just cause I'm tired from this whole week. I've been moving. So I'm just in a, I'm just moody right now. But <laughs> after watching Venom, let there be carnage. Like all of the good was bogged down by so much bad. Yeah. 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 I'm not excited. I, and I also agree with you, Carlson, that like they're gonna just milk it, seeing the success. Of oh yeah, other, dude. Like, now I think Sony's starting to find their stride a little bit. Starting to find is the keyword. I think that they're piggybacking off of Marvel doing everything for the Spider-Man series and trying oh, to keep it, their properties alive. Yeah, hundred percent. It's like if they're smart. I mean, if they're smart, look, you y'all can use whatever you want, but we get seventy-five percent of the box office. You get. Pure creative control, but we get the majority of the profit. They do that, bam, they're good. They're good to go. They're good to go. And they can work out however they need it to. Because Marvel's just killing it with Spider-Man and and all their other properties. More than that, it's like Marvel, that and also Marvel just has their footing. They have the formula. They know it works. Every movie makes a billion dollars. So they just got to keep, they just got to stick to it. Yeah. Yeah. Through that, complain about the next. <laughs> oh my gosh! Oh, um, any any other words from anyone else? Oh man, I think I'm good. Carlson, you got anything else? Uh, thanks for having having me on. Uh, I'll have we did actually did a review of Papa John's Pizza, and that'll hopefully be out within the next week or so. So check it out on our channel at Pizza Time Reviews on YouTube and Instagram. Um, you can see the sweet film talk guys review some pizza with me. Can't, it was so good. Wait. It was like the best Papa John's I've had. That hit the shack, it, shacaroni. It really was. 
so uh, no i didn't get the shakaroni oh that wasn't the shakaroni no so i found a carryout special for ten dollars i'm trying to i'm trying to save that money i didn't realize how expensive papa john's was oh well that was still the brim of pepperonis it was great i loved yeah. it what i needed the only knock though was it didn't have the pepper and it didn't have the butter sauce yeah yeah that was weird but when i went into the store to get it those guys were so checked out they were mm. so ready to go home so i understand there i've, I've worked food service and in the middle of the night you want to get out of there oh of course 100 yeah. percent. yeah um okay well that's take 152 next week maybe do james bond geeks james bond yeah i can't wait and then you go to disneyland soon yes out of town soon awesome yeah but we'll still i mean like i'm still down to yeah record if we need to so yeah we'll we'll figure it out um all right well until then carlson thanks for coming on uh check out star wars visions if you haven't go watch venom let there be carnage go buy a shirt from underscore jpco today is the last day of the of the t-shirt sale for the spooky pack um i will have bought one of my shirts by then and i will have bought my shirt by this time and participate in horror cup Work up's really fun. Submit your brackets. Sweet yep. film talk. Submit your brackets, Instagram. baby. And everybody, stay sweet. Sweet. sweet.